Abigail, how are you? I'm doing great. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Um, sorry, I'm so used to saying coach all day. Glad to have you, <laughs> Keith or Commissioner Gill. We were, we were talking about that before you came on the air. Like, you're okay if someone calls you Keith or <laughs> yes. Commissioner Gill, Commish. That's fine. Yes, right. I'm, I'm good with everything. Just don't call me any expletives. Okay, you know, but... I'll, I'll try not to. <laughs> what's um, what's the? I guess Coach Napier told me is the Sun Belt uh, Conference policy this year in regards to COVID. It's is it if a team can't if a, if a if a school can't field a team is it a forfeit instead of a reschedule this season? It is going to be a forfeit in, instead of a reschedule. So, um, which obviously is a change from last year. So we spent a lot of our time kind of rescheduling, but. Um, you know, this this season we're going to manage it a little different. There's certainly some tools out there to kind of mitigate, you know, some of the challenges that we still have with COVID. Hopefully our schools will be able to implement those in a way that we'll, we won't have to have any forfeits and we'll be able to just play a season without disruption. What's been the most difficult part of dealing with COVID as it pertains to your job as commissioner? Yeah, you know, I, I think last year it was really the uncertainty. You know, if you think about it, last year we were canceling media day. We didn't know if there was going to be a season. You know, um, a few conferences then said they weren't going to play, which put pressure on the season, on the season for everyone. So I really do think the uncertainty. I think now the the, the challenge is it's funny because last year everyone was saying I'll do whatever it takes to play, and then now we have folks that you know won't get vaccinated, don't want to wear masks, don't want to do some of the things in mitigation. So I think now it really is trying to convince people that it's really in their best interest to either whether it's get vaccinated wear masks, you know, go through testing protocols, those kind of things. Just do your best to properly educate maybe a player or anyone, maybe a coach, who knows, but someone that's kind of on the fence or not sure. Right. Yeah, the education piece is important. So we had um, a member of our COVID-19 advisory panel speak to our ADs yesterday. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get education to our student athletes, mm -hmm. to our coaches, because it really is key. You don't want to run into a situation like NC State in the College World Series, chance to win a national championship, COVID disqualifies them. Commissioner Keith Gill, our guest, ESPN 1420. Um, we are a few weeks into to name, image, and likeness, NIL. What's, what's your biggest takeaway so far? You know, my biggest takeaway is the world didn't end on July 1st, you know. So, obviously, it's changed. It's different. Um, you certainly um, hearing some eye-popping numbers, you know, in terms of, you know, some people making millions of dollars. But I, I really do think for most student-athletes, it's, it's, it's kind of business as usual. Some will certainly make some, others won't. And, um, but it doesn't seem like it has upset the apple cart too much, and I think that we'll be able to adjust and modify. I do think we should have a national standard, though, and, um, and hopefully we can keep working towards that, and, and Congress will pass something where it's consistent um, and it doesn't change from state to state. I think that that's important. Yeah, because schools will do what's in their best interest, and you're not going to blame them, but it makes it easier for everybody if it's kind of uniform. Sometimes when the NCAA makes something uniform, it, I guess where I'm getting at, Commissioner Gill, is I don't think there's anything that can be done that's going to satisfy everyone, right? Everyone's going to be looking out for their best interests. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes it hard in college athletics is you know, you got to protect us from ourselves. We're competitive. If we can see if, if there's an edge, we're going to take it. And so that's why having national standards are really helpful because left to our own devices, it's a race to the bottom. So with NIL, what's, what's your biggest concern or worry? And then what do you feel like is the best part of it? Yeah, you know, I, I think the best part of it is just some opportunity for students. I think we're always supporting um, students having an opportunity. I think, I, you know, I've got two worries just, you know, how it impacts recruiting and, and, and creating inducements, and then also just making sure that students are educated in a way that 
they're signing deals that make sense, that are interest, that don't have fine print, that they're giving away rights in perpetuity that they shouldn't for value that isn't commiserate with the rights they're giving away. So I, I think those things it's really tricky. You know, it's mm-hmm. a tricky business and you want to make sure that people are going in and uh, making informed decisions. And that's easy. That's not hard. That's not easy to do because it's so new. ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN 1420 app. I'm Scott Prather. Sunbelt Conference Commissioner Keith Gill is my guest right now. It looks like the uh, college football playoff will be expanding to 12 at some point in the future. And, and you said you support the proposal of the sixth highest-ranked conference champions in the field. You said playoff spots should be earned and not given. And then I think when you made that statement about a month ago, you said you look forward to continuing that conversation with the CFP Board of Managers. How did that continued conversation go? You know, I think it went well. You know, the Board of Managers kind of authorized the management committee to go out and begin kind of a detailed exploration. So here in the Sun Belt, we're beginning to gather kind of feedback from all the constituencies, talking to presidents, talking to CEOs. We'll be reaching out to student athletes in a a couple weeks to kind of get their insights just to see what they think about expansion. Me personally, where I sit right now, I, I think it's good. It's positive. I think it's a good thing for the Sun Belt. I mean, if you think about applying the new or the, you know, the format, the, the recommended format to last season, Sun Belt has a team in the championship. So you've got Coastal playing Notre Dame round game, which is a great game for our league and having an opportunity to compete for a championship. Really, it's, it's so important. ESPN 1420. Before this question, I want to be upfront with you, Commissioner. I've been critical of the conference in regards to this specific um, situation. Uh, situation is probably the wrong word. But I, I've felt like the social media is lacking a little bit. I know in June the Sun Belt, I think, ranked 24th out of 32 conferences and social media interactions, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'm kind of – I'm not like in the really young demographic, but I see the students and, and the interactions with it in my job. Do you feel like the conference has done a, a good enough job there? And, you know, whether you do or not, I guess there's, there's always room for improvement with anything. So in regards to, like, social media and the Sunbelt's approach to it, how do you feel like the conference has done? Yeah, you know, I, I think we are um, we're moving in the right direction. I mean, I, I think if you look at our activations, I, I think things change over time. So I think if you look at it and think about it in a snapshot, maybe there were things we could have been doing better. I think last year was a hard year, you know, in terms of we had one person in our communications operation because of COVID and choices mm-hmm. that we were making. And so I think if you look now, look at how we activated around the Super Bowl, look how we activated around the NFL draft. I think if you look at our increased video presence and how we're using social media, you know, I, I think we're headed in the right direction. So I feel good about our plan. I feel good about, you know, how our new studio is going to help us create video. And I feel good about, you know, what we're really trying to do to engage in those spaces. And um, and we're getting better. We're ramping up from a staff standpoint. So we've added um, really two new folks or three new folks um, since March. Um, that'll be important. We've got another hire that we'll do kind of in that area. So heading in the right direction, feel good about, you know, kind of our plan and what we're doing. You know, when it comes to the job market, like we've we've had to deal with it in radio, just with COVID and everything, there's been so much turnover. I know in the communications uh, office there has been as well. Is that just a lot of folks are dealing with it? Like how does that impact continuity or I guess like does it make the job more difficult having to I know it does for me on my end yeah no I, I think it's a big challenge you know at the at, at and and one thing you know just getting people ramped up trying to get people to buy into what you're trying to do 
getting make sure people know the conference. If you don't hire someone from the conference, then it's hard to get to know that. So I, I do think that disruption is always a challenge, and um, and it takes a while to kind of get comfortable and, and and get ramped up. But I like where we're headed. I love our staff, and I think they work hard, and I think we've got a pretty good plan. Commissioner Keith Gill, our guest, Sun Belt Conference Commissioner. He's got his state of the conference address at nine thirty. Uh, with all the media in here, um, is this your is this your first interview this morning? It or is. You, okay, yeah, my so first you, interview you had to morning. deal with me first. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, what what you don't have to spoil everything, but what, what's kind of the number one talking point for you when you've got this platform that you have today? What's your number one message about the Sun Belt Conference? You know, really, that it, it's the state of the Sun Belt is strong. You know, I, I think if you look at the last last year in football, it was um, incredible. We finished the season with two teams ranked in the final CFP poll. Um, we had a 800 winning percentage in bowl games last year in the postseason. We've led FBS and postseason and in bowl winning percentage the last five years. We had the most non-conference FBS wins last year. So, um, you know, our football is great. We had great upsets, played big games. Think about Coastal BYU. Obviously, think about Louisiana, big win over Iowa State. Um, so, the state of Sunbelt football is in a really good spot. You know, I really like where we are. You know, I really like who we are. I think our membership is in, in a really good, good spot. It's funny from time to time. I read these articles about, are you going to merge with this conference and your East and their East? And, and it's like, we're not interested in any of that. We've got 10 great football members. We're in a really good geographic footprint. We've got um, quality from top to bottom. Got some great new coaches coming into the league. So we're in a really good place. So we're excited about who we are, kind of where we are, and really where we're going. The future is bright for the Sun Belt. How do you feel the conference has done promoting the historic success you guys have had? And what's the key to promoting sort of where the Sun Belt is now, which is, I think, in the Munga group of five, certainly in football, it's right there. Some would argue it's one or two, but I yeah. think – I remember when I first started covering, you know, UL 15, 16 years ago, the Sun Belt was not in that position. Right. Yeah. No, you know, I think, you know, I think you're always trying to do as much as you can just, you know, because use your platforms to tell your story. I think our partnership with ESPN matters. And I think that's really been helpful to us in terms of showcasing the quality of Sun Belt football. And certainly last year, you know, we had over, you know, 25 kind of just games in our package on ESPN last year, which was huge. And that's a, that's a great way to tell our story. I do think, as we talked about a little earlier, we're getting better from a social media standpoint, using our website more. Now that we have our um, studio, we'll be able to do more video and produce more kind of shoulder content talking mm -hmm. about the league. Um, you know, it's part of like launching, you know, Sunbelt Football 365. It's kind of a 24-7 kind of one-stop um, deal about football. So I do think we've got a really good plan to tell the story. I think if you look, a lot of people are talking about Sunbelt football, talking about Louisiana. People are picking that kind of upset over Texas as one of the things that they're looking at in game one. So I do think people are, are understanding who we are, the quality of our football, and I think that's starting to get recognized, recognized too. Sunbelt Conference Commissioner Keith Gill is my guest here. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN 1420. You're on the uh, College Football Playoff Management Committee. Um, I think you told us in December that I think the phrase was chirping in the media doesn't move the needle at this point in time when it comes to like inclusion in the New Year's Six. And you, you stated, you said, I don't want anyone to take it the wrong way. Um, what, being in that room, like what moves the needle? How do you say, look, 
look at these resumes, guys. Like, at what point? I guess the simple question is, what what moves the needle in your mind? Aside from the obvious, what happens on the field, right? Yeah, you know what? So it it really is about trying to present data in the right way. You know, so when you're having your conversations with folks on the selection committee, um, it really is about pointing out the strengths strengths of your program, weaknesses in others, and, and, and those kind of things. So I really do think the focus is how are you presenting your argument to the selection committee? That's what really matters. I do think people, you know, people are like, well, if you're not talking to the media, you're not fighting for your teams mm-hmm. and you're not doing this. And, and certainly people, you know, in America right now, you know, the loudest voices, everybody thinks they're working the hardest. Um, but I would argue that's not really true. I think you, if you look at how our teams progressed last year, um, you know, I think there's a direct correlation to the arguments that we were making to the selection committee. I think it's also those teams. You got to win games. You got to be good opponents. You got to give um, good data to to talk about. But I really do think it's really kind of through the kind of formal structures that are built in place in the CFP, and not so much the informal things in the media. I think the media piece is important to make about earlier. People know the quality of your your programs, sure. but I don't really. You're not moving a whole lot of um, kind of CFP selection folks by just you know, screaming the loudest in the media. Right. So. And well, you're, you're in that, you know, you're, you're interacting with them. I exactly. mean, um, you know, kind of what they're looking at, what they're like and trying to move that needle, but the Sun Belt's in such a good spot. Now I want to close with this. Uh, Commissioner Keith Gill has been, our guest. we appreciate you joining us for folks that want to see his state of the conference address. We'll be uh, periscoping that on our Twitter page at ESPN 1420 at nine thirty. You said Louisiana and it's normal and it's natural. Um, I know that's been a fight at UL for many years from a media standpoint. It's depending on where you're at. But, you know, uh, Carl Benson kind of embraced it when he took over as commissioner. You've, I mean, it's, when you got there, it was Louisiana. question about it. Um, from a, a marketing standpoint, as somebody that's the, the, the commissioner of the Sun Belt, do you think, what's, how big of an impact is it being referred to as Louisiana when you log on to ESPN and you see Louisiana as opposed to, ULL or Louisiana Lafayette from a from a marketing standpoint, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's kind of hard for me to answer that question because I've not been around sure. all those fights and all that history. You know, I mean, for me, it's really as simple as we call people what they want to be called. You know, and um, and so if they want to be called Louisiana, that's that's why we call Louisiana. And don't get into all the kind of ancillary mm-hmm. pieces. But what I would say is um, when I think about Dr. Savoie, when I think about Dr. Maggard and all the great people at Louisiana, I know how smart they are. I know how good they are. I know how talented they are. And so if they think Louisiana is what's best for the university to be called, then I, I've got to believe that is that has been studied in a way that um, really does move the needle um, for the raging Cajuns. And so um, so that's kind of the way I think of it. It's almost like a non-answer. So have I you ever got, no, no, it's all right. So have you ever gotten any blowback or anyone that's like, why do you guys refer to them as this or not really? Uh, no. It's, it's how far I've it's not, come. I've, yeah. not had any, I've not had any blowback, any questions, at least certainly not directed to sure. me. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. No. It, it, it's, it's, in a different, it's in a different spot for sure. All right, I lied. One more question. Just oh, yeah. personally, tell us something about Keith Gill that we, you know, the the fan would know, you know, um, we can look on your bio, we can look about his family, his history, but like, what's, if you're on a road trip, what are you listening to on the way? Listening to, you know, it's interesting. So today we're going to have walk-up music. So first time we've done it. So everyone's gotten a chance to pick um, their music, their walk-up right. music. So I'm going to have some walk-up music. 
Can you, can um, you, so we'll, can you spoil it here? I'll, I'll, you know uh, what? I'll tell you what it is. It's going to be some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice. So if you're nice. thinking about, you know, what's on my iPad. And um, so I love kind of R&B, you know, and um, jazz and, you know, things that kind of um, help me be calm and sure. cool and collected. And I would say one thing that, I, that I'm super jazzed about is I just and um, yeah, so that's great. I love barbecue nice. and I love experimenting and and um, yeah, just trying What's to. What's the smoke favorite things, cut so. of meat to smoke? You know what? So I, I, I kind of vast. I love ribs. So either beef ribs or pork ribs is is kind of yeah things I love. But I love a good brisket. Pretty much anything, you know. Um, my um, my partner doesn't eat meat, so Tiffany doesn't eat meat. So so I smoke tofu, smoke. You know, that's interesting. And, you love the, the, the ribs, so. but she didn't eat meat. So. Yeah, she didn't eat meat. So. If you have any leftovers ever, and you know, I'm <laughs> passing through New Orleans, I'll come pick it up on the yeah, way out definitely. if you don't mind. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, you know, the Beastie Boys, they don't oh, yeah, get music Boys. anymore. But I, I'm just kind of a Beastie head. Listened to him my whole life, and I was talking to Dr. Maggard about it because I play the music coming in and out of my show. Yeah. I'm like favorite Beastie Boys song. He's like. I got nothing. He's like, I got, I got nothing. I was like, well, they have a jazz album that's like no singing. You should check it out, put it in your office. So yeah. I bet he didn't. But, you know, <laughs> you said you like jazz. It made me think of that. But, uh, yeah, wide, wide range of music there. I think that's what I'd walk up to if I had to do it. But between Earth, Wind, and Fire and then whatever, gosh, you can only imagine what some of these uh, other coaches are going to come up to. I'm looking forward to this. That's going to make it interesting. Because whatever whatever Coach Napier comes up to, I'm gonna I'm no matter what I'm gonna give him a hard time. I have to <laughs> have to do it. Even if it's the Beasties? No, no. If he does that, then no. Well, he's, no sleep he, till Brooklyn. He he's he um if he does that, he's got a place in my heart forever. <laughs> I wish I'd known. I would have recommended it to him. I would have just kept pressuring him. Um, I'm kidding. Um, kind of. Sunbelt Conference Commissioner Keith Gill has uh, has been my guest here. Uh, Keith, I appreciate it. We'll be listening to you at nine thirty. Thanks so much. I know this is the first of. Uh, number of interviews today but uh you always have an open invitation to come on my show oh great um anytime love to have you on again at some point and maybe not at a time when fans are heated maybe at a time when they are but mix it up sometimes so it's yeah. not always we'll get the commissioner on her those times are fine but other times when the sun belt's doing well i'd love to have you on to things that take place and i'm looking forward to this season man it's yeah. it's been um it's been kind of up and coming and up and coming, so I know fans are excited. Really excited. Maybe next time we can talk a little old school rap and barbecue. I'm, so. I, I will do my research. I like a good rib, too. I, I prefer the dry rub. I don't like the yeah. sauces. You mm -hmm. prefer the sauce or the dry yeah. rub? You know what? So usually I, I'll go both ways, but I'll have the sauce on the side and dip sometimes. And But we'll certainly do a rub. Beef, just salt and pepper, a little bit of um, maybe cayenne. Not cayenne, but um, red pepper flakes. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, boy, a little more of a complicated rub on the pork, though. So, All right. Well, whenever you step off today and you pass the mic, just you can drop a Beastie Boys line from the song, pass the mic. So whoever comes up next, pass the mic and say, I'm about to. Just, you, would, you would get everybody awake if you just started rapping the pass the mic lyrics. That song's timeless. That is Commissioner Keith Gill. Appreciate it, Commissioner Gill. Stay tuned. Up next, we're going to visit with Raging Cajun offensive lineman Max Mitchell and defensive lineman Zion Hill. Speaking of food, they were making some gumbo yesterday. We're going to ask them about that. Let's just say I heard that uh, if, the, if the defense finishes top 10 in the country at some point, Coach Napier might let Zion get a goal line carry or something. Zion doesn't know that I know that, but we're going to we're going to get him excited about that. Stay tuned. The Great Scott Show continues right after this.